12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3-0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Yeah! Hello and welcome to Red's Cast after what is a very <clears throat> disappointing end to <clears throat> a week for Liverpool. Really, um, it's just it's just sad to lose. I'm I'm gutted. It it feels weird to do a podcast after we've lost, and the last podcast we done was after we've lost as well against Atletico. And there is a reason why there was no podcast midweek this week after we beat West Ham. And Anfield 3-2 on Monday, and that is um, because if you are watching on YouTube, it's because of this guy. Uh, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple or any other good podcasting platform, um, it's me dog. I got a, a new addition to me family. I got a little Frenchie, and he's called Virgil, obviously named after the greatest centre-back of all time um, in what I've seen anyway. I'm 25, but if you are watching on YouTube... Um, his Instagram handle is up there. Um, don't blame me for that. Um, he misses made an Instagram for him, but why not? Why not document his life and him growing up? But just if you're watching, this is a strong recommendation to head over to YouTube just to see his face. He is adorable. Uh, I got him this week, so he's took up loads of me time. So I didn't really have a chance to do a podcast after the West Ham game and um, with working and stuff. But yeah, that was a good game. Um, to recap that. It was a it was a really good game. Um, we fought to the end, going two one down, uh, coming back, winning three two. Fantastic team performance. Risky at times. Not tight. We left the game feeling like you don't want to, you don't want to be giving teams like that chances. Um, when you after the last run of games, we thought, oh, we've got like five or six games there where we're not playing a team in the top six where we can wrap the league up. Uh, and then obviously, nearly slipped against West Ham and then slipped today. It's just all around disappointing, really, isn't it? Like when you think about how much of a contribution Jordan Henderson is, Jordan Henderson is to that team. He is phenomenal, isn't he? Like missing him, it's like missing an arm with that Liverpool team. It's like a cog in the spine that's just not working, and it's just so frustrating to watch without him. Um, I just felt the whole team was disappointing today, but no more so than Dejan Lovren. Now, Dejan Lovren, I have no idea how or why that man started when Joel Matip was on the bench. Even I'd rather have Kia Jana, who, however, next to Verge, to be honest with you, um, than Dejan Lovren play a game again. He is shocking and it's so disappointing um, that he started ahead of Matip. Um, I didn't even know Gomez was injured until the start of the game. I was a bit confused. Um because I literally haven't been on my phone, I haven't seen anything online because I've been dealing with my dog. But yeah, it's just dead disappointing watching the match. Um, I was I was dead excited really, like first match with my dog. <laughs> um, but I was looking forward to it because obviously if Liverpool had won, we would have broke City's record of consecutive wins. Um, and we was well within our way of three more cup finals after that to win the league, where it still stays at four more cup finals. We are still going to win the league. It's not like we're the bottlers again, like we have been in previous years, and we're throwing away the league. That's still going to happen. We're far too ahead now to let that slip, and it won't slip. Uh, and maybe this is the kick up the arse that Liverpool needed, because 
they have been disappointing in recent weeks. They haven't been the good pool we know and love when you think back to the Atletico game. We just, they dominated us really and they were so good at defending. It just seems like they then set up a plan for everyone else to follow and how to wear down Liverpool and Watford seems to have used it again today. But going forward, they were phenomenal. Um, but yeah, with Atletico, we were disappointing against West Ham midweek. We showed great character. We were mentality monsters again and pulled that back, won 3-2, but it was still a disappointing game. Um, the atmosphere was unbelievable. I was in 306 in the cop, really, really good atmosphere. Um, I don't know what I was like for the rest of the ground, but the cops always bouncing, didn't sit down for the whole game, which is what you want to see at the match, even though um, the stupid fellow comes on and tells you to sit down like anyone cares. Um, but that's what you want to see at the ground. You want to see some boss atmosphere, fans jumping and singing, and that's what we had at West Ham, and that was it was good to see because the atmosphere has been quite dead all season. Um, but I'm not too sure if it was just the block that I was in and the surrounding areas that was noisy because I did see tweets online saying that the atmosphere was shocking again. But from where I was, the atmosphere was bob on for the for the West Ham game. Um, but we were we were risky at times. We were sloppy. Um, two games on the run now where Allison has conceded two goals. Um, which previous to that, I think you hadn't conceded more than two goals all season in a single game. And since that stats came out, he conceded more than two in, in the last two games. Um, it was disappointing, really. I, when you see Lovren starting today, you just thought, oh, no, he's always got a mistake in him. But I didn't expect him to be that clinically bad today. He was absolutely shocking, Dejan Lovren, today. Um, not any seemed to do work. They just kept trying to pick out players um, from the back, which is good, playing out from the back. But he's just not a good enough player to do it, really. Um, he made a few half-decent passes, but sometimes you were just doing things and you're just thinking, what are you doing? And it felt like Trent had a bad game because he was covering for Lovren's mistakes. Now Trent did get turned a few times. Um, but it felt like he had a bad game because he couldn't, he didn't trust himself to get forward that much because he didn't trust Dejan left at the back with Verge. Um, because Verge was basically being two defenders, which he is capable of. But how bad Lovren was, no player wants to cover that much mistakes for somebody. It was horrendous how bad he was. Um, and it was just all around disappointing to watch, really. The whole 90-hundred minutes or something like that it was, wasn't it? With five minutes in the first half because of Delafeu, um, who I hope it is okay. Um, even though he did play for Everton, you don't like to see that happen to a player. And it was good to see the Ox run straight over to him and console him and make sure he was okay. Um, and to be honest with you, him going off changed the game because... That fella he brought on, I can't even remember his name now. He he was unbelievable. He played really well for them. And that is Mel Assar. He's a Sadio Mane's national team partner. He ran the show. The fact he brought him off on a hat-trick against Liverpool was absolutely crazy. And Troy Deeney, the world's most useless centre-forward, managed to bag himself a goal as well. But all round, <clears throat> very disappointing today. And... All eyes go on to Chelsea, really, and I just hope that Jürgen does play the kids in that game uh, and the kids just show the first team how they should play football because the past few weeks we haven't been good. We just haven't been at the races. And Jürgen always talks about hating consecutive fixtures uh, schedules like here is in December, where it's just like three, four games uh, in the space of like 10 days. But when Liverpool seems to be playing and playing and playing and they've got that many games consecutively... Um, they don't seem to get beat. This time of year is always when we notoriously start being a little bit dodgy. And it's just disappointing, really. Like I'm not saying like anything bad. I'm not saying the league's over because Liverpool are probably going to win it and we're probably going to go and win the next four games um, and win the league. And that, there's no doubt about that. We will win the Premier League, whether it's 
in four games or whether it's in 10 games, we will win the Premier League by the end of the season. And I can see City as well slipping up tomorrow, um, which would be interesting if they do. But I think it said it being postponed, but I didn't see why. I haven't seen that on official on, online. And it might just be in the app I was using, but I'd have to check it. But if, when they do put eventually play Arsenal, I can see them slipping up. Um, City's running games are a lot harder than ours. But just no excuses, really. Like Liverpool are just poor today. And you could see that Jürgen winning like shook Nigel Pearson's hand before the whistle went because he just wanted to go on that pitch and get down the tunnel and <clears throat> get that team talk going and wonder if anyone got the air dry treatment today. Um, I think it wouldn't have been a nice dressing room environment to have been in today because uh, the whole performance was lacklustre really. Um, Minamino was probably the best thing that come out of the game when he came on he looked sharp he looked like he wanted to create chances he looked like he wanted to get into good positions make runs and it's good to see that and i've spoken to him a few times on the podcast just because of how much he when i think back to that salisbury game i was in the upper main stand how much he ran the show for them and how much he impressed me so you know what he's capable of and when he came on i was really excited to see him play and he did play well when he did come on the 10 minutes he did go one thing I would have said is it would have been good to have seen him get maybe half an hour when he did come on. Um, and I would have liked to have seen Lovren come off, to be honest with you. Regardless of if that may upset him, I don't really care because that whole performance was just shocking from him and he deserved to come off, really. There was no... If he would have come off, I don't think there would have been any complaints from any one of the fans um, if they would have just brought Matt upon a half-time. That may have helped. But Lovren just shouldn't be coming near the Premier League 11 now. He is. Every time he plays, he's got a mistake in him. But today's performance should surely just wipe him out of the, the selection for Jürgen pretty much immediately because there was just nothing good about him, really. Um, it just made the team look amateur. I know Virgil was at fault for one of the goals, not closing down properly. Um, and the whole team, really, I'm, I'm pinning it on Lovren. Um, just because he, in particular, had a really, really bad game. But the whole team as a collective, really had a bad game. Uh, Allison made some crazy decisions when he was running out and running out with his arms down by his side rather than putting them up. Uh, when I was in school, he was always told to make yourself look big uh, and he had his arms by his side. Still making himself look big, but you could have um, maybe pre prevented if he would have put his arms in the air. You don't know. I'm not a goalkeeper, um, nor am I a professional footballer, so obviously he trains every day, so he knows what he's doing, but he just didn't have a good game. None of the team really had a good game. Um, Robertson made some really interesting runs, to be honest, and that excites me really to think that if we can see more of them runs in the in the coming games, it'll be good to see that because he he was exciting. Um, may I add as well, Troy Deeney shouldn't have been on the pitch for his tackle on Trent. It was absolutely abysmal. I could not believe it. Like it could have snapped Trent's like calf, hamstring, could have snapped his leg basically. Um. And you just there was no need for it. It seems to have spanned from when the ball went out and Trent didn't throw it back to him immediately and walked up a little bit and then threw it back. You know, to to like get going back into position, everyone does it, but it seems like Dini had that as a, a bit of a why you're doing that to me sort of thing. Um I have no idea how he was still on the pitch. Uh, I don't think if he wasn't on the pitch it would have affected the game really, because Watford just dominated us from start to finish. We just couldn't get get out. Um the chances we did add were poor. There was just no creativity there, really. The Ox, though, good spark for me. Uh, I think I'm, I've always liked him, uh, but I think I would like him. Uh, my mates who I watched it with said he'd like to see him more than Kaiser, and I, I probably would agree with that now. Um, 
when the ox comes on in games, he just seems to change on when he starts. He knows what he's doing. He's creative. And in that central midfield role, he played sublime today. I was really, really, really impressed with him. Him and Minamino, probably the only ones who I could say positive things about. Allison did make a few good saves. Um, he is the world's greatest keeper. You do know that. But everybody has off days. Um, we're fortunate now as Liverpool fans, really, because years ago, we would be getting beat five, six, seven, ten, twelve, fifteen times a season, um, in some seasons. So this season to feel this annoyed and upset off a loss, it just shows how spoiled we are, really, being Liverpool fans now. Like it's our first loss in God knows how many games. Um it's our fit we've won the last eighteen games. It's our first loss of this season. But there's it's just one of them things, isn't it? Someone had to beat us at some time. And to be honest with you, I'd rather them El Elton John from uh, fans, as you know, on Twitter this before. Someone said something about it and it made me laugh. Um, but yeah, I'd rather them do it and get the win over us than someone like, say, City or United or Everton or Chelsea or Arsenal or anyone else for that matter, really. What if they're going to go down? No one really cares about them. They're just Tories anyway. No one remotely cares if they stay up or go down they're just one of them teams that fluctuate between the prem and the championship um so i'd rather them beat us give them a little bit of a boost makes the um the relegation fight interesting is because the league is wrapped up so it just makes the prem a little bit interesting as well so i'm not bothered i'm really not bothered i'm disappointed um because you know, i was at the game and we played them in anfield and we played well they they did play well against us it was pearson's first game but we played really, really well, and we, we was in control of the game. And when we went into today's game, uh, one of my mates had sent a message to the group chat saying, do you reckon he's will score today? And I said no straight away, and how wrong was I? He got three past us. No one's done that for a while. It's just annoying. Um, I'm not I'm not upset. I am upset, but I'm, <clears throat> you still know the league's gonna, the league's done. You still know the people are going to win the league. You still know Watford are still fighting relegation, and you still know that City are... Just going for the Champions League, and that that's what it is. That's all there is to it, really. It's not like City are going to be like, oh my God, Liverpool have lost. Um, we're going to win the league. Let's let's go all guns blazing in the Prem because it just won't happen. We're not. We only need to win four games to win the league. We need twelve points. Uh, it's only March tomorrow, so it's February today. Um, we'll win the game by the end. We'll win the league by the end of the March, no doubt about it. It's just frustrating, really, that. That Palace game was just perfect. It was so perfect to win the league at five o'clock on a Saturday and just be able to celebrate it with all your mates and just have a boss night of it. Um, I'm not even sure what what the, the the game is after Palace. I'll have a look now. Which will just I just if it's City or something like that, <clears throat> I'll be disappointed if it's just a crap a crap game. Um, like away or something like that. You don't want to win the league away. You want to win it at Anfield. So we were due to win it at Palace against Palace, and instead it's going to be a half four kickoff on the fifth of April against City if we beat them. Part of me would rather get a draw against Palace or someone like that along the way, just so that we can't win it at City. I'd rather win it at home against Villa if I'm completely honest. Um, we're going to win the league any time, so if we want to be fussy about it and Liverpool want to be fussy about it, I'd rather win it against Villa because it's at home. I mean, to win 
to win the Premier League at City and take it off them and all their oil money and just would be absolutely incredible. But we haven't won the league for 30 years. Just how special would it be when that final whistle goes in the last game and we are crowned champions? Granted, we don't lift it until the Chelsea game, but being crowned champions, the the Anfield would just go off. The players would fall to the, to the feet. The whole, it'd be atmosphere like no other and it'd be incredible to just have that many thousand fans of Liverpool compared to having a sellout Anfield crowd. I mean, people who go to the away days, hats off to and they go home and away every week and they probably deserve to have that moment, just a few thousand of them with the team once they've won the league. However, 30 years that we haven't won it for and I think we should have, we should win it at home. It'd just be phenomenal to win it at home in front of our fans and just celebrate it properly with our fans and then all the fans be able to go out and celebrate it into the night and just be buzzing that we've finally been crowned because uh, it's not a matter of <clears throat> if anymore it's just a matter of when so why would you want to win it against City I mean it'd be boss town it'd be bouncing for uh, people who didn't get a ticket to City away but for me I'd just rather win it at home I don't know why uh, obviously I'd love City to slip up the only ground I'd like to win it away at would be Goodison because that would be hysterical and I've seen some boss things that they plan to do like not go the match and put banners of like Jimmy Savile and that up so the things can't be used. It, it's just hysterical. Their fan base is an absolute... It's just boss to watch them and how much the fume and knowing that Liverpool are about to win the league and there's absolutely nothing that they can do about it. You can see that the fume and, and it's funny. It's so funny to see how fume and the Everton fans are um, because obviously they thought they have all the fortunes to change and maybe they will in the summer once that's what he's got a few windows under him. Maybe they will um, improve but they'll always be Everton in... Since they've been took over, they've spent over 400 million on players and they are two points worse off than they was when they got took over. So that's just typical Everton really, isn't it? To get bought out, get a manager like Angelotti and still be in the same position where you was when you got before you got bought out and got all this this oil money to make you the blue billionaires. But that is just Everton to a T. But yeah, it's it's awful to be another short podcast again today. Um, I am on my own because it is a Saturday night, a late kickoff, people have plans. And also, um, having the dog is very, very shy and timid, and I can't really get people to just keep coming round and disturbing him. He's still settling in, but yeah, he is boss. He is boss, and it is true. What people say it ought to be a man's best friend, and there was an it was a no brainer when it comes to naming him. He had been named before I'd even found him. I always said uh, to my partner, when we get a dog, he's going to be called Virgin. He's going to be a Frenchie, and that's what we got. Um, he's cool. He really is cool. Um. And I just can't wait to do things and have the dog there. And it's just like, just have a life with a dog, really. <laughs> I've never had a, um, a pet. I've only ever had fish when I lived at home with my parents. And my mum's not really a dog person. So to finally have my own little mate, it, it's sick. And maybe when he's a bit bigger, he'll appear on the podcast. And he'll be, everyone will know him as Verge the Frenchie. Couldn't think of a better name for him, really. But yeah, looking... Looking ahead, um, Chelsea on Tuesday, it's going to be an interesting one, really, because if I was Jürgen, the players were probably going to get a few days off after today's game because uh, they're not playing against Till Bournemouth, which will be next week, the first team. So they probably would have got a, f- a few days off. If I was Jürgen, I'd be like, well, you're not having your days off because of that performance. You're playing the FA Cup against Chelsea. That's what I'd do if I could. If I was Jürgen, 
I would say use a playing on Tuesday because you have let the club down against Watford. You've let the fans down and that performance. You just don't deserve days off after that performance. On the other hand, the kids were absolutely phenomenal against Shrewsbury. So they got us through that tie when first team players couldn't. So why shouldn't they be given the chance at Chelsea? I mean, Chelsea, I said in a podcast a few weeks ago when we first drew a, drew Shrewsbury and we knew it was going to go to a replay. I said, if if they gave us through, would you play them in the final? I asked Steve and he said, not a chance. I asked him would he play them at Chelsea and he said, not a chance. Um, I would. I'd give them a go at Chelsea. The effort that them kids show is second to none and they would, I'd rather the kids go and play against Chelsea and give absolutely everything. And if they get beat, they get beat. But they've give everything. Then a first team player go and get injured and as make wait even longer to win the Premier League. I mean, it'd be boss to win the FA Cup, the, the league, and the Champions League again. It would be phenomenal. But I would prioritize the Champions League and the league over over any cup. We've seen us win the FA Cup. I don't care about the FA Cup. I don't really care about the Champions League, to be honest. I just want that Premier League secured. Um, obviously, we know we're going to win it, so we should go all guns blazing for the Champions League, but I couldn't care less. If Liverpool don't win the Champions League this year but win the Premier League, I do not care. We have seen, I have seen Liverpool win the, the Champions League twice in my lifetime. Um, we've won it six times. Everyone who is here now who's a fan who goes to the game would have seen us win it last year. Uh, against Tottenham so I think if you asked any Liverpool fan like if you could take winning just the Premier League this year would you I think they'd say yeah it, I wouldn't even be disappointed if we only won the Premier League because in the last three seasons we got to a Champions League final won it because we was coming so close then last year come so close again in the league and then went the following year won it it just shows the mentality of the players and yeah I am excited Um to see what happens this season. I think I think the Athletico game, ignore that. I have discussed those in the podcast. They've still got to come to Anfield. Um, but looking forward to games. We've got Chelsea and then after that, Bournemouth at home. Um, half 12 kickoff, which is always lovely on a Saturday. Uh, always the dullest of atmospheres, a half 12 kickoff on a Saturday. Um, not on beats for me. Uh, <clears throat> a Saturday night kickoffs at Anfield are decent because everyone's ready to go out. They go straight out from the game. The atmospheres are good. Uh, but midweeks for me, not on beat midweek games. Midweek games just seems to produce boss atmosphere. Um, like Wednesday night games and stuff like that. Champions League games, they are the best. And even when you play midweek, when the kids played against Shrewsbury, the atmosphere was phenomenal. So I prefer midweek games atmosphere-wise. Um, but yeah, after the Chelsea game, we faced Bournemouth in the league. Don't see any difficulties there. Um, Harry Olsen is a big, big, big playmaker for them. And obviously he can't play because he is on loan from us. So they will miss him. Um, Josh King played phenomenal today for Bournemouth. But at Anfield, I just think we'd be absolutely steamrolled among the, the first team needs to put in a performance after today's game. So I don't think there's any worries with that Bournemouth game. Uh, and obviously we welcome Atletico back again. I don't think there's any worries with that. I think the only game we might... Uh, find difficult or lose and it maybe have to go to a replay is there still replays in this um, round of the FA Cup I'm not too sure I don't really pay attention to the FA Cup because I don't really care about it uh, and that might upset a few people but I just don't care about it it used to be boss and like when when you a few years ago when Warrington Town got got through and was on the telly and that was boss to see like the magic of the cup but it's just crap like 
a big team's always going to win it. It's either going to at the minute it's going to be Liverpool or City. Uh, obviously, I'd prefer us to win it than City, but I'd like a, a, a little team to go on far and, and maybe have a little story. But I don't really care. Um, but yeah, I, I do think Chelsea will give us difficulties because they're obviously going to go full strength because Frank wants to win something in his first season at Chelsea. Um, and what better opportunity than the FA Cup? His team are strong enough. If we put the kids out, they probably would beat us. But then our kids surprise us. Uh, they, they played against Arsenal. They had first team players on, and it was Neko Williams who set up a Rigi to get the, the last minute equaliser. So our kids always surprise us. Um, so I think we should give the kids a go rather than <clears throat> the first team. I think you give them a few days. Um, don't give them days off. I think you get them into Melwood, sack the days off if they were going to have any. Uh, and I think you get them in there and say, you've got to train, you, you've lost your days off and give them a bit of a punishment because although they've been fantastic all season and nobody's perfect, that performance was just so below average, they do deserve to, so if they did have days off, to lose them. And that's just my opinion because it was absolutely shocking. Everything about today's game was shocking. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it anymore, so we're not. Uh, but yeah, Watford, go fuck yourself. Um Salty, aren't I? I'm getting very quite salty today. Um, it's just annoying because in like the past week and a half, we've seen two defeats for Liverpool, and we're just not used to it. It's just a bit like, oh, imagine being like an Everton fan or something, and this is something you get used to every single week, and you're just used to defeat. I couldn't cope with it. I don't even know how I used to cope with it when we used to always get beat because it's sad times. Like I am sad that we we've lost twice in like the past week and a half. It it is proper sad. Um. But yeah, there is positives. Minamino was sick. Ox was was sick. Uh, Dejan Lovren definitely, definitely needs to be sold. And if that isn't confirmed, it's a year again, then I don't know what will. Uh, and the other positive is when the Liverpool official Twitter tweeted out that we've been beat 3 0, Red Bull Leipzig's official Twitter tweeted back a GIF, a team are wearing a hold on the phone and looking confused. Now, obviously, the GIF hasn't been made for that reply. The GIF was already there. However, the fact they were playing with wearing it, it's just like they know it's done. Everyone knows it's done. James Pierce said that he'd be surprised, very surprised if Timo Werner didn't end up a Liverpool player, which is very exciting, but it just poses the question, does Bobby drop back or do we play a front four or what on earth is going on? Is there a rotation? Who knows? But I am very excited. If we are getting Timo Werner, he is a player and a half. He, he knows how to, he knows how to find the back of the net. He's fast. He's young. He's tall. He, he is phenomenal. He's so so good. Um, so I'm very excited about that. So up the Timo Werner in the summer, and hopefully we can get Sancho or Mbappe. Sancho rumours are proper proper ramping up again. Uh, I'd take either of them to be to be honest. I'd I'd take Mbappe more. I think anyone would take Mbappe more, but. Sancho's special, isn't he? He's going to be, I think he's going to be generational. And having Sancho and Trent both running down the right, that'll just strike fear into teams before we've even kicked the ball because they are both rapid. They both know how to pass a ball. They both know how to score a goal. They are both clinical and they're both English. So the teamwork will be absolutely incredible from the two of them. So it does look like an exciting summer for Liverpool. We're going to win the league, potentially the Champions League. We'll talk about that after the, after the Atletico game and see what's what. Uh, but it is exciting times. So yeah, it's not the end of the world. We got beat three 0 by Watford, but I'm what people lose all the time. City being beat by about six teams this year or something. Haven't they? And they're the ones going the most on Twitter. So they're just deluded, and they're getting banned from the Champions League as well. So there's not much they can say. Um, I've seen Arsenal. Um, 
tweeting being sarcastic and all their fans being sarcastic but again they're 44 points behind us so if you're living on hope of Liverpool getting beat to not be invincible you're just sad focus on your own team and you just got knocked out by Olympiacos in the Europa League just that's why I just don't get when other, other clubs start focusing on us and it's just like wow you've got worse problems Liverpool have lost one game all season and you're just celebrating it and your team's shocking like I just don't get it. I don't get other fans. It just seems like everyone who's not a red just isn't normal. They just they just have lost it a little bit. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna go anyway. Um, just thought I'd have a little, have a little talk after that abysmal performance. If you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the ding dong bell so you get notified every time we upload. All the support we've been getting so far has been phenomenal. Uh, every time I look at the statistics for the listeners on Spotify, Apple, Google. We're also now on Alexa. So if you say to Alexa, Alexa, play Redcast, it'll start playing it, uh, which is quite cool. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on Deezer. It's on TuneIn. It's on everything now. Um, it's absolutely everywhere, the podcast. But the statistics of numbers and listeners we're getting, it, it's good. It really is good. It's consistent. It's growing every single episode, which is... It's really, really good, and I'm so thankful for it. I think we're on 26 YouTube subscribers now, which is, is cool, really, to have 26 people have subscribed to the content. I'm really happy with that. It it just makes me happy, really, to be honest. Um, I'm easily happy. I just I don't expect this to do hugely well. I just want to talk about Liverpool, and I love radio, and there's no better way to do it. So, yeah, I know I have a few podcasts where I'm on my own, um, but that is just because it has been like half term and Saturday nights and stuff and getting a new dog. I don't want to have people just turning up all the time for podcasts. Um, so yeah, I've got to consider consider that. So that's why I am on my own again. But however, guests are coming back, uh, whether it be Jay or Steve or new people. Uh, and we have got exciting things happening with the studio. Although it's only just been built, we are going to be building a cool new studio um, and making it a little bit more interactive with the audience and with the guests as well. So that is all coming in the summer. But yeah, I am signing off. Don't forget to follow us on all social media. It is Redscast. And also, don't forget, once again, do follow the dog. If you're not watching on YouTube by now and you're still listening, head over to Redscast Podcast on YouTube and look at it, the visuals now and just look at him. He is absolutely adorable. He, he is amazing. <laughs> he really is. Um, so do give him a follow. If you're listening on Spotify and you can't be asked, it is Verge underscore the Frenchie. Uh, and that is his Instagram. So yeah, go and follow his life. He is the going to be the Liverpool's number one dog supporter because he is going to watch every single match. He's getting a little Virgil four bandana. He is going rigged out, believe me. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. I am going to be back on... Wednesday talking about whether it was the kids or the first team <clears throat> for Chelsea and then obviously a Saturday for the Bournemouth game as well. Nice one everyone for listening. I do appreciate it. Adios.